Hey, what's up, guys? On today's episode of Stories, we got my man Jeremy Davis, who I've known for years, almost my entire touring career. And it's one of those friendships where we just go back and it's like we didn't miss a moment. This is a really special one. So uh, enjoy. Yeah. What's up, dude? You know, everything, everything and nothing is good, right? Nah. Hell yeah, bro. How you been? I've been good, man. Just, you know, getting through this shit, you know, trying to stay positive and just, you know, working full time, unwinding with some of this stuff afterwards. And uh, yeah, man, you know, just, just, just chilling. What about you, man? Tell me, <laughs> what, what have you been up to, bro? How's the life Hell in yeah. Nashville? Shit, you got all them guitars and amps behind you. I'm trying to go like gear fan out real quick a little bit. Go for it, man. This is Kenny's shit. I don't know what any of those things are. I if there was a gun to my head to tell me what the blue one is without looking, I don't know. <laughs> what the blue one is. Yeah, bro. No, everything's been good, been super busy. Um, I'm here in Nashville at my studio here. Um, and you know, this is where I put all my good energy in right here. And um, you know, for for now and for me and my artist and for everything creative I'm doing right now, I'm kinda it's a basement vibes just to kind of give you the idea like i i uh don't get have any windows to show me if it's you know 12 30 in the afternoon or in the middle of the night you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i like that though man kind of keeps me like locked in while i'm down here you feel me yeah man i mean i definitely spent a fucking lovely afternoon down there with you that's right Anytime you're in town, I gotta come scoop you up, bro. I'm like, I'm like, please, like, make sure he's got enough time to hang out because I definitely miss hanging with. I gotta say, you are one of the few. I definitely have some friends that do this. There's definitely a few of them out there, but you're one of the few that you. Anytime I'm in town, you come out. You always come out. Doesn't matter who it's with. It could be, right. you don't ever ask you don't ever ask me what band I'm on tour with. You're like, oh yeah, cool. I'll I'll hang. All right, whatever. Never who oh, yeah. we're with. It's great. I know. I know that if you're with them, bro, they're good people. So you know, I feel like that's one of those few things that maybe there's not. Uh, maybe you have a lot of them, or maybe there's not that many people. But like when we kind of meet tour family and all that, you know, you really can. You really like you really like trust the other person and their judgment and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, that's, that's how it is. The people they bring around, you gotta understand that they'll vouch for them and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. you know, we, we already know what's, what's good. We always got good energy people around us. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, and me and you, I'm trying, I was trying to think about this. So the first time we met was, was it that take action tour in 2005 that you guys, you weren't on that tour, right? I was. You were, and you guys dropped off after the on the first after the first show. You got to the venue in the next town. This is Paramore we're talking about. You got to the venue in the next town in Virginia, and then it was like, oh, Paramore's done. They're not playing the tour, and we're like, what? What the what? <laughs> yeah, you know how that first getting started is always a little crazy, Rocky. You You're just kind of hope you, guys you can get wherever you can. Children, you were babies, bro. That's the other part. I was the only one that had graduated, so, you know. Right. 
at that at that point. In fact, I was the only one that even really was in high school. So oh, <laughs> at that point, it was just about making sure I was driving and uh, how to read MapQuest back then, print them out yeah, <laughs> directions. That yeah. was it. That was right when the GPSs came out, but they were mad expensive. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, for sure. And they still didn't know what to do when there was detours, so you'd still be screwed. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I know, like, thankfully, like, it's come so far. So, dude, we've been friends for 16 years. Look how far, look how far technology's come. Look where we are. Yeah, dude, that, everything, that's crazy. If, like, we that's were... Totally yeah, dude. I know like, me and you have both spent a lot of money trying to, like, paying for phone service and data in all these countries over the year. We both have, like, uh... <laughs> We both racked up some numbers on some people that we either do or don't have in our life still. Dude, I'll tell you one thing, man. There was one time in Australia and Japan, we went to both countries, and yeah. I came back and I was, because I was texting with a girl I had a crush on, like, that, you know, and we talked a lot. And yeah, I, uh, I got back home. We eventually started dating, so it turned out okay. Uh, but then. I got back home and my bill was like sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, bro! I definitely racked up a few three three G fucking phone calls. Not three G, but you know, three grand. <laughs> and yeah, dude, think of how many times we've been to Europe and like, dude, those phone bills there are just like absurd. It's like my, my wife, my wife's British as well, so it's just the old constant, you know. Yeah, you've been paying high phone bills forever. <laughs> yeah, whenever I started seeing that they were free, I was like, hold up, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Wait, I can get on WhatsApp and actually start like, are you joking me right now? Yeah. (laughs) It was like a whole other world. Yeah, it's nuts, (laughs) dude. It's like just, oh, man, that was a a crazy time. But speaking of Europe, we ran into each other so many fucking times over there, dude. Dude, I was, he's like, you're one of those people that like whenever like people ask me about my tour experience and they're like, you know, Oh, you went everywhere, and I really am kind of just being like, yeah, everything is actually a lot smaller than you think, and I instantly see your face and me and you being like, dude, what a fuck, <laughs> or like the night before being like, bro, I think we're in the same city tomorrow. That like, happened but- so many times where I was like, bro, like, or like where I found out about shit by accident, like that whole Fallout Boy, the Fallout Boy Paramore tour, that's, what was that, the Monstor? No, it wasn't the Monstor. What was it called? Monumentor. Monumentor. Yes, that was it. And uh, yeah, yeah, going for a little brain fart there. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? Well, I wasn't on the tour. If I was on the tour, I would have remembered. I wasn't. We went, we went through so many different uh, like working titles for that uh, for that tour. Oh my god! Name. What were some of the What were some of the worst ones? Please tell me. Dude, I'm like, now that you said it, I feel like my brain's locked me out of them. But when you said, like, the monster tour, when you said it like that, it made me think, like, there were so many cheesy ones, too. Oh, God. Oh, 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 there was one. And I I guess it wasn't cheesy, but it was one that I remember. It was kind of the fact that we had never toured with Fallout Boy, even though being on the same label, and mm-hmm. it was like years and years and years later. So we were trying to do like a better late than never kind of thing, or yeah, yeah, exactly. That wasn't bad. No, they're definitely before we got to Monumentor. In fact, I think Monumentor was probably on one of the like cheesier ones, but like they kind of went for it as well. 
Yeah. That was usually, that was usually like the time that I would be shining for sure would be uh, coming up with names for tours and stuff. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I always have a lot of fun doing that, dude. And- I'd have more fun doing that, like picking the people we were gonna play with. <laughs> oh yeah, because I mean, I'm sure the submission list for Paramore was insane. It was. I, I know it. Yeah, was for insane. sure. I mean, well, you'd also want that. your friends to be on there too, so mm-hmm. you like trying to be working the politics of it out or you know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but yeah it's kind of wild how all that goes but that show that was a, a time where i think i was i was home for a little bit i was in what that was 2014 14 right or maybe 13 13 or 14 maybe it was 14 wait how old is how old is bliss oh no you're right no it was 13 yeah so because she no it was 14 because she's she was born at the very end of 2013 so Oh, okay. oh, so it was, yeah, okay, so that was, uh, yeah, I was off a lot of that summer because I think Gaslight was, yeah, they were about, we were about to go on, like, a long fucking cycle, and, yeah, I remember, like, one day, I just, like, I think I, somebody posted something that was on the tour that I followed, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, wait a second, where, oh, that means they're, in, oh, shit, okay, so I hit you up, and, uh yeah, man, that was fu- dude. That was so funny though, because like, you know, I uh, those big shed shows. Like I've n- before that, I'd never really been on the guest list for any of those shows, or like I had never been like. I, there might have been a few, but anyway, none of them were like this because this was great. So I get to the box office, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, cool, uh, ID, whatever." And then they hand us like this thick this giant envelope is like the heaviest envelope ever and i'm like what the fuck is this what does he do <laughs> and it's like literally just like it's might as well be like you can go on stage and dance next to jeremy like all the <laughs> asses. and i was like what the fuck and then like the they were like okay. they were like to the vip parking you're gonna go over here and i was like oh shit okay and i had been to pnc before um, because I I've been trying to remember the name of that venue. Yeah. That's what it is. I had been there on tour before, and actually, I was I guess I played there a few months later, uh, or mm. like a couple months later, actually. Um, but yeah, I had been there before in like 2011 on the Little Wayne tour and shit. And um, the VIP parking is literally behind the stage. It's cr- yep. so, so we rolled back there, and Kenny's like, I guess like this is where we are or like parking lot that was like next to it. And yeah, we just like walked over and I'm like, yo, uh, we're back here. Like just, uh, and you're like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and like, you came in, like we hung out for a bit and then we hung after the show and like, we, we always get maximum hang times in. I feel like. That's right, bro. Well, look, man, like, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in like the, you know, fellowshipping with people. And like, I, I feel like ever since, Ever since the first time I ever met you, it was always just super good energy, bro. So I'm always trying to keep around good energy as much as possible. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of nonsense that you gotta like, you know, watch out for too. So any chance you get to be with a real one, like you know, definitely spend yeah. that time. Well, man, I mean, like I think that that like yeah, we've kind of been kindred spirits for a while, so. But I think the first time we actually, because wait, did you guys do, you did Warp Tour, you didn't do the Warp Tour in 2006. Uh, I'll be real, dude. I have, I forget which year. There was yes, literally Kenny's one year. Kenny's saying yes. Kenny's giving me 100% yeah. yes. <laughs> one year that we, it was like one year that we like didn't, and, and, and then any other year that we, we at least did a week. 
Like at least, but you, you know, were, but no, I'm talking about you personally. Like you weren't in the band. Oh yeah, in 2006, that was the year. Oh right. Oh yeah. There's a I. <clears throat> I'd actually left right before. Sorry, I was getting my years mixed up there. Yeah. I'd actually left too right before uh, the band did uh, went on the Warp tour, and then pretty much by the time they had gotten through half of it. Um, you know, I guess their uh, team hit me up and and was like, "Yo, oh, please come back, let's so get it." Right. And all that. I had I had kind of, bro. It was silly, you know. I was following like a, a high school relationship and was like, "Oh, we're gonna take it serious," <laughs> you know, like that. Mm. Oh my god! I remember this, dude. I remember this because I think you told me about it. At, like after you told me about it, like shortly afterwards. Yeah, I got home. Was like. Oh man, what uh that was an yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but you know what? Then you realize it and, and the universe took its the universe had its say, I think, and then there you Yeah, know. well that's what it is, bro, and that's why you gotta be patient, what you gotta be open for is that it's gonna like go ahead and take its course already. Yeah, man. So oh seven was the year though where you guys were blowing up. Yeah, it was the first year uh it may have been the end of 2006 or something, maybe 2007. When um, I'm horrible with remembering the years with it, man. Like, I, I really remember things very specifically, but dates as a musician and everything, I'd just be like, Whew. Yeah, it's tough. I'll be, I'll be hanging around you guys. Y'all tell me when we're rolling. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll, be, I'll be real, though. Like, um, going from having someone schedule every hour of my life, bro, every minute of my life for like 15 years, bro. Like it was, it was good. But at the same time, like, like I'm a diligent worker and I'm going to be there. But, uh, I guess my, uh, rebellion as an artist is to be like, Oh, fuck that. Like, Oh, I'm not even going to know. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, I would be there, but you know, you really have to on tour fight for the things that are important to you for yourself and stuff. Cause it, it's pretty crazy. And there's a lot of, a lot of smiling people that really are like not there for good and yeah. inside and out. And, and, you know, even years later finding out about stuff and different relationships that people are like, man, I really wanted to like tell you this was going on, but I couldn't, you yeah, know, man. now it's like, what? That's like odd. But, you know, so there's a lot of different things to look out for or whatever, but, um, going from having like full schedule to, you know, I make my own schedule and like, it really fits in my life is not only pretty exciting, but at the same time, like I, I, feel myself allowing more time to spend with like real people and mm -hmm. like really put the time into, you know, quality relationships over quantity of relationships, right. Type thing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's dope for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, like it's, it's great. And like that warp tour 2007, I think we bonded because like I've, I've talked about this on here before, so it's not something new, but when I was working for Under Oath, they asked me not to smoke weed. And, like, not like... I, I, yeah. I didn't smoke weed when I worked, but they were like, no, you just can't smoke weed. And I was like, shit. But I think you were kind of in... Not, not in the same position, but Paramore was very, like... You know, it was different back then with the younger yeah, fans. Yeah, for and sure. More for sure. Good example. Yeah. And it was like, you have to act a certain way, and you have to be like this, and this <laughs> is how you're a person. And, like, you know... 
I didn't know you smoked weed until I you came you were on the starting lines bus one day I think and I was like <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Bro, most most people do not know that about me. I kept it so low key that people wouldn't know. I mean, I guess people that would really be close to me would obviously, but um, yeah, you but know, one of those things that now you looked back on and you're like, well, that's so silly that I had that I, that I would have I would have hid that. I mean, at least like you know me looking back. Bro, now, my first, listen, my first time, and I'm sure I've told you this too. But my first time smoking. Ziggy Marley handed me a joint. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Wait a second. What? How? First of all, fuck you because you've never told me this story. <laughs> Tell me this fucking story right now. A lot of my friends smoked when we were young mm-hmm. and like in high school and all that. And mm-hmm. I never smoked. I would, you know, drink if anything, you know, but I'd be in there while they're hotboxing and I'd be passing around with them. Nah, you know, I just never wanted to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And actually the band was in LA getting signed. <laughs> oh, and <yeah>. like, <laughs> there was like, you know, nine different labels looking, looking at like, you know, trying to figure out how to get on that. <laughs> and so basically, <laughs> how to get on the so basically yeah, basically it. next door, uh, uh, Ziggy and the Mar- Ziggy Marley and the family like were rehearsing at SIR there. And I had a friend in town that, that had just kind of graduated and his folks had given him some like, you know, money or whatever to go on a little trip. Mm-hmm. And so he basically came out there and was just hanging with me a bunch out there. And he he was like, he was like, man, I'm telling you, Ziggy has already told me like they want to smoke with us. It was like, just like, we're going to go out to dinner or whatever. Like tell everybody we'll see them later. And I was like, man, yeah, right. But I did. I was like, okay, we're going to go out to dinner. And this is like, this is super early. You know what I mean? This is, this is the very beginning of the band. And literally, um, we ended up going in there and just walking in the room. And the very first thing that happened is just walking into a room and he's there like handing it to me. And I was just like, I instantly thought, they're all going to laugh at me. I was like, they're all, I know it's about their religion too. I was like, man, I don't even know. I was like, cool. I got it. Anyways, yeah, so that was that was an interesting first experience or whatever. And I didn't smoke again for like another like I probably smoked again like four times over the next like eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. And a couple years later, <clears throat> my uh best friend uh and was the only person I ever had as like a roommate or whatever. And like, you know, he was just the homie and and we neither one of us knew each other and smoked. And then we kind of had that one day after living with each other for a while that we had a conversation about it. And I told him that same conversation and he was like, oh, bro, dude. I didn't know you smoked. I smoked too. We were like, what? Should we get some shit this weekend? bro?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, then I pretty much just, you know, never really stopped. Yeah. I mean, Hey, <laughs> I mean, me either. I mean, I've taken a break. I've taken a, I've, I've taken of course. A and it's really of course. easy. And it's, and it's easy. It's easy. It's important to do that too. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm a, I'm a creative, super creative person. I'm always putting my brain to, uh, like pushing the limits and finding the walls and expanding and finding different areas. So I, I always, you know, and kind of going through a lot of stuff I went through, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, 
definitely was one of those things that just kept me focused on music, you know. Hey guys, here at Stories, we support family-owned small businesses. With that said, we want to promote our friends over at Purgatory Roasters in Middletown, Connecticut, and they want to give you a discount on their amazing coffee. Use the code STORIES for 15% off your purchase at purgatoryroasters.com. They are open for in-person service as well at their facility in Middletown, Connecticut. It's in the Factory Square building. So if you're on the East Coast, check that out. Also, they're all about punk rock and skateboarding and... And I'm all about both those things, and I love their coffee. It is amazing. Check it out. Get the discount. 15% off stories. PurgatoryRoasters.com. So what have you been working on lately? What can you talk about that you've been working on lately that, you, that you're allowed to? Because I have a lot of things I'm not allowed to talk about, and it's, it sucks, but... <laughs> it's yeah, we didn't really talk about it saying that, nah, but, yeah. you know... Uh, no, I got a lot of different things going on, bro. I, uh, have been making beats all the way back since before Paramore. So, you know, to me, it was like coming home and every time on the bus, I'd be up all night long, just making beats, just make like five to eight beats every single night, starting at like three or four in the morning and be like, let's go. Yeah, man. You know, so honestly, like when I think back of my times, like touring and traveling, it was on the plane, it was literally on the planes, either sleeping or if I was awake, I was making music and, and just doing that all by myself. And, you know, net wasn't really showing anyone anything and really kind of to myself. And then February last year, you know, fast forward all the way, you know, now February last year was the first time that I ever actually like wrote a song, like with my lyrics from my heart, you know, I've played the producer side of it a lot where, you know, if someone's coming up with a part, <clears throat> I'll critique the part and be like, yo, that would sound better like this or in the past tense version of that, you know, mm -hmm. I would kind of take the producer's role with lyrics, but you know, uh, I've always kind of had this like thing in my head saying like, put the pen to the pad. And I've always kind of just discounted it and been like, yeah, right. I mumble, you know, I'm around like lo loads of people who are like amazing singers all the time. And like, I'm not trying to do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'll be real, bro. Last February, the second that I put the pen to the pad, it has been nonstop and I'm drowning in <laughs> notepads that are packed full of lyrics pages torn out everywhere around me has been like floodgates of lyrics and so musically i've been on a whole new journey and you know it's kind of been let me like re-experience music and fall in love with it again and every time that i get in here like like I make beats super fast, bro. Like super fast. And I'll go to start a beat. And before I could even get where I wanted to go, I'm like, I need to jump on this thing right now. I've got these lyrics. Yo. So, you know, to me, it's been a fun little journey kind of getting to it. And, um, I started a label, uh, uh, as well, uh, a record label that we're claiming to do <clears throat> a lot more than just being a record label. We actually like manage the artists and kind of make kind of the, everything, uh, around the artists and, and the career, uh, until they want someone else. And it's as simple as an email that to like make it happen and all that stuff too. So, so I'm, no I'm just wanting to do that. no contracts. 
Oh no, there's contracts, but bro, I wrote a new type of contract that's never existed. So all that's in favor of the artist and, and, and kind of making sure that I, I went in and changed the wording of everything, man. Oh my it's God. So, so I literally from scratch, you know, it, it kind of reverse engineered, you know, record contracts and a, a shitty contract. You know what I mean? You go, you go back <clears throat> Like let you know, uh, let's just let's just say Elvis for for instance or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, an artist that gets so big and then died and didn't really have that much money because of how much money was gone. A lot mm-hmm. of it went to his management and, and the other bit went to his label and all that. And not saying he wasn't a happy guy and all that, but the next guy, right, that comes out is going to be like, imagine him going into the, the label all fired up and they're like you know, you want to sign this? And he's like, well, you know, Elvis, I'm never going to be that big. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if I want to sign that. Cause he didn't really have anything left at the end. And then eventually what happens is a big dollar amount of money gets put in front of you to sign this same shitty contract. Right. Yeah, dude. I've heard so, this story a um, lot of times. So the advance is, a. Uh, bribe you know (laughs) yes yes it is they're bribing yes contract is going to be in the favor of the person that writes it right so i mean and no matter what you need to like pay attention and i definitely uh um didn't always know this stuff and had to go through a lot of bullshit to to learn but as i got into a really um, started trying to change things because I know it can be done. And and the artist has never, since the beginning, ever gotten, you know, paid properly for what they do and uh, understanding for that. So <clears throat> a lot of my contract is, uh, is very, very, very unique. And uh, it's, it's really crazy, man. But I kind of make it to where it's exciting. It's malleable right things mm-hmm. can change yeah if the artist if the it's got fun stuff in there if the artist brings stuff to the table that we don't then they're like making more off of it like they can get in and out of it um uh, of the deal if it needs to if 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 someone gives them an offer that they you know uh can't turn away and all that there's a wording in it that's all that that it makes it all super simple wow uh, yeah bro and Damn, and, dude. And, and in reality not only are they getting percentages of their masters but they're getting just an overall ma- what i call a master share of anything and everything with their name on it period their face on it anything so normally all, all that stuff is not you're not you're making money off of what's the uh what's the merch what's the merchandise thing in the contract tell me no, this and i'll tell you it, it, it is dope you will well so we split it up a few different ways. I can't really go into okay, it too, gotcha. okay. not, not too in depth, but no, I will. I will, though. <laughs> I can't do it, but I will. I love you. <laughs> I'm here for it, bro. Always. All right. <laughs> so there's, there's, I broke it down into like a live side of it. Like when you're on tour and you're touring, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing the whole touring side of it and the merchandise on that versus, I guess, online digital stuff versus from a subscription platform 
So there's like three, there's three different sides of it. And we've kind of weighed out the business of it and the attention to it. And even whenever, you know, if the label is making merch and making money off of it, my artist is as well off of stuff that's not directly his. So it's like, there's, there's, there's actually, there's actually, there's actually four different sides of it. Well, it's pretty the merch, the merch is kind of like you know obviously uh is one of those things <clears throat> being that while we're doing several different positions uh uh for the artists until they actually decide to go further and may have someone else or if they want if they have a management team that they really want to work with them you know um then it it, it adjusts mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so oh, wow. to make sure that the artist is not ever screwed in any type of way. If you guys partnered with merch companies on each different coast and like, but to a thing to where like the artist still gets most of the money and then you guys just recoup the cost of the goods to where it's like you guys can still make maybe like a few, you know, to something to where you can give your employees a nice bonus to like where it's like, you're not trying to make too much money off of it, but also to where the artist gets the most. And then, you know, the, the, the company that the, the whatever print shop, uh, overcast or Dogwig, what up, how you doing? Um, (laughs) East Coast, West Coast, let's get together. Uh, But yeah, man, like it could be a thing to where like they produce it and they ship it and they do all that stuff for the artists. Like they handle the pre-orders and then they get a good cut of it. So it's like you guys take less. So the people producing it and the people creating it get the most. Right? For sure. Absolutely, bro. I like. We'll I love talk that. More man. about that. That's a that's a good idea. I think. <laughs> I was going to say we're going to talk about that for sure. We're definitely going to talk about that. No, my biggest thing is collaboration, bro. Like you know, and I've been having so much collaborating with people, man. Like you know, love the rock world. Like you know, obviously I pay so much respects to it. You know, I spent all my time in it and the transition doesn't feel like a transition to me because like even, even a lot of the way that I make music is really tough. So even if I'm, you know, making a lot of like rap and hip hop stuff more these days, um, there's still this kind of rock tough element or the way that the song is structured out Mm. is, is, you know, similar enough. So, you know, to me, it doesn't feel like a transition because I was always making beats and then making rock music at night and then making beats again afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to to, to a lot of people, um, they're gonna, um, uh, you know, go on a journey of learning me, but you know, my mouth has been closed for a real long time. Uh, for the most part to protect a lot of people and um so and including myself and stuff like that you know what i mean and my family and a lot of other stuff like that so um actually got my mouth open and it really like came through like i said when i put my pen to the pad and was really like connecting my heart line in with like like what i'm actually doing yeah, because you're expressing yourself. Oh, you're you're expressing all those emotions that you felt through a completely different channel. That's abstract in a lot of ways. But I, did, I didn't realize. I didn't even realize I had so much to say, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I would, in saying that, I would. Yeah, you know. I hope this kind of me saying this inspires other people to actually 
go out and maybe start writing if they're thinking about it or, you know, or even if people are just freestyling stuff, like write it down, like try to structure it out. Like, you know what I mean? I kind of like feel like I avoided it for so long. And now I'm like, dude, I was sleeping on myself and I write some dope stuff right now, bro. Like I'm on. <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear shit, bro. I'm coming with dude. When's it dropping? Like when's the album dropping? Like, yeah, bro. So I haven't got the exact date. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> the very beginning of May, you know, the beginning of April is where is what I'm talking. So just still right around the corner. Okay. All right. Yeah. We hadn't cho been chosen because we're actually working on, um, you know, some other dates, uh, uh, for some other stuff coming before. So, you know, dude, I'm stoked. What are you, are you dropping one song? No, bro. It's my first ever, um, you know, solo album. And oh. like, I'm producing um, everything. I just, except for this last week, one of my homies sent me three beats that I just could not just eat up real quick. Oh. So I had to add to it. <laughs> but I don't know the exact count, but there's going to be a lot of songs on there um uh just just from this first year even um and um i'm definitely really stoked about it bro and i got a couple more people that got to get on it um uh, i got some like a few blank areas in it you know what i mean oh, and I'm, I'm 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 you know spitting out the last few little bits of it right now so well, like shout out some of the people that are working on it with you that you can talk about that you're allowed to talk about like that you even if yeah. even if they're unknown and up and coming like who who who's fucking who's on it yeah yeah for sure bro <clears throat> right now so my artist uh jody who's on my label who's fucking insane bro he's so dope man he's like the hardest artist i've heard in nashville like mm -hmm. for sure bro he's so dope and he shows up here to the studio and we knock out you know, three songs every time he's here, just pew, 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 pew. All right, cool. And, you know, so Wait, it's, did it's I meet him or no? Was he there? Uh, was he there when I was there? Uh, I feel like he may have been, but I'm not sure, man. I got a lot of homies that rolled through making music. So it was only um, a couple homies that showed up that day because, like, me and you were chilling most of the day by ourselves. Would have been, Jody would have been there. I think, I think he was because he, he wrote back with us when you had to drop me back in fucking to my hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's Jody. Yo, that's cool as fuck, <laughs> man. Hell yeah. So he's on he's on a lot of the tracks, right? Yeah, he's on he's on a couple on it. Um and uh I'll say there's still another one that I that I'm I'm uh uh, try to get him on too. So I hope I can get three on there nice. with that. But yeah, so you should check out his album too, man. Like it's so fire. Um, it's called run it up and it's got 20 songs on there. Uh, it's his first time ever releasing anything with his voice on it ever. And I always call him like the many sides of Jody is what I always, <laughs> is he like, he just comes so different all the time. So definitely check that out. I made all those beats. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, dude. I remember you fucking, you guys were working on someone. I was there, but I was so high because we smoked like six blunts. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove it. <laughs> <Good> hey. <answer. laughs> 
Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. You're always welcome back here, bro. Oh, dude, I gotta take like an Atlanta Nashville trip soon, like to where like I go to Atlanta and hang out with the Manchester boys, hang out with the homies there, and then I come to Nashville, get tattooed by Russ, hang out with your ass, and hang out with Butch, and fuck, man, like that would be, and so many other people in Nashville. I have so many people in Nashville that I could hang with, like it's insane. <laughs> Well, I got to do some work in the A, so maybe meet me there, and we'll just roll back here. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> but that would be sick if we could meet up in Atlanta and just fucking... Hey, you know? and we've been up in so many countries, bro. Like everywhere, dude. Like, shit, probably, man. It's crazy. I feel like we've seen each other in less states than we've seen each other in countries. Yeah, we've seen each other in Germany probably more. Yeah, <laughs> Germany, Scandinavia. Oh, Finland. We've Yeah, we've hung out everywhere. We've hung out in a lot of places. And it's always funny because, like, the the times I saw... the Most of the times I remember running into you randomly in other countries, you we didn't know we were playing the same festival. Like mm. It was like Gaslight and Paramore. Gaslight and Paramore on the same festival. Yep. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, holy shit. And I remember, actually, there was one show... It was in the States, it was in Dallas, and you guys were parked, oh my god, because I think, wasn't there like a stalker or something this at this point? Or like some <laughs> fucking, yeah. right? There was, defi- uh, there was definitely a couple of times when it got a little no, sketchy. this was when it was really sketchy, because Medi, remember, you know Medi, Medi, what a fucking guy, dude. Medi is a legend. Medi is one of the... <laughs> hey, hey, let me, uh, oh, let me give you a quick little shout-out if I can. Alright, this is real talk. Medi is the only, the one, and only... Only motherfucker that hit me up after all this shit went down with me. The only one still to this day. With so shout out you, Medi. Hell yeah. Anyways, carry on, brother. Okay, so this festival. So I remember A Wall Nation played, and that was like, I I loved that fucking album with that song Sale. Okay, so here's the funny thing about A Wall Nation. I love that album with the song Sale, but I did not like. I always skipped Sale for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, so there was a bunch of bands at the festival. It was like Gaslight didn't really do many radio festivals, so it was like, you know, like it was like, you know, whatever. It was like a weird day. And anyway, so, but you guys were on it and they, we had a few other homies on it and, you know, you guys played and I was like, you know, we knew we were going to like hang out that day. It was like one of those things to where like we knew in advance that like, oh, Paramore's playing sick, like Jeremy dope. And you were like, yo, come over to this parking lot or this thing. Like we're gated off. Like, but you're going to have to, I think you were like, you're going to have to get like, Padded down. <laughs> and I was like, but I also had known because you had told me because there was like a threat, you know. I'm trying to remember that, bro. It was it was in uh the summer oh, wait, 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 no, not the summer. <sighs> you telling me you had to get padded down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had to get pat not padded down, but like but I th- no, it was one of those things to where okay. This is what happened. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to get patted down, but because Medi was waiting at the door and because you told Medi, yo, right. this guy's coming in, make sure there's no bullshit. 
So I come in there and like you guys had like your three buses at the time, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like this is awesome. It's an empty parking lot, and like you know whatever." But I mean, like it sucks that there's like a some weird fucking lunatic out there, but whatever. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was all. And then like, yeah, like that was the night I met Medi, and he was fucking cool as shit, man. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm more like the guy that will send you the protection to get past the layer of security versus to be like, oh, watch out for security. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, yeah, you're the one that's like, you, you're the kind of guy that's going to go direct to the security and be like, yo, listen, this guy's cool. Make sure he gets back here. All right, cool. And that's that's always how it's been with you. Like, obviously, it's like just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people, like, miss out just by not speaking up, you know what I mean? Hey, do you guys like Pilsners? Do you like IPAs? Do you like Stouts? Do you like beer in general? If yes, then we have the place for you. Be sure to visit DecadentAles.com to browse their current selection available for pickup and shipping. And make sure to use the code STORIES for 10% off your order. That's S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S for 10% off your order. They currently ship to 10 states plus Washington, D.C. Or you can visit their tap room located in Mamaroneck, New York, a short 30-minute train ride from New York City. Once again, that code is STORIES, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S, and follow Deccan and Ailes on Instagram. Well, I mean, dude, you wrote my favorite Paramore song. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what song it is. Hell yeah, good vibes, bro. What's it called? <laughs> What are you talking about? Ain't it fun? Yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> that yo, me and Ian Perkins. You know Ian Perkins. That's your boy. Like yo, that song is literally our favorite Paramore song. Like anytime you guys were playing at a festival, we'd be on the side of the stage, like dancing along, like Little Women. Like it was great. <laughs> like Little Women, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was amazing. Like that song is still like. That's yeah, it's my favorite Paramore song. It's fucking great. That awesome. and Decode, like Decode, forget yeah, about good it. Vibes. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Decode was actually uh, changed, like, like, or sorry, like remixed a bunch of different times by people. Like, I heard it in like a bunch of different beats, like over the years and stuff, and oh, or wow. people sampling it, but trying to change. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's 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 uh, uh, that's my wife's favorite. Really? All right. Like, like, wait, because that came. That was. Do you think that was one of the songs that blew you guys up? What'd you say, bro? Do you think that was one of the songs that like blew you guys up like further, or was it? I mean, because that movie was fucking. I think think your first like two or three. I think your first two or three steps in any type of. light that you get need to be like hidden or in a certain way uh-huh. and 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 it was definitely maybe the like third or fourth hit in a row <laughs> like, not hit, but you know what i mean the one that like the step was right on point and you're like oh, okay yeah like people <laughs> yeah, just trust everything that you come out with kind of thing well because that was right after uh riot came out like not right after but that was like at least a year after that right oh. 
Yeah, bro. Again, you talking to me about time frames? Uh, yeah, that's right. No, I think I don't know. Kenny, <laughs> you're right, bro. No, I think honestly, you're probably more correct on that than I am because I really don't kind of go well, through the. I remember because that was when I was living in uh, Manhattan with. Uh, yeah. Okay, that was Manhattan. Well, yo, so yo, so it was 2008. It was 2008 was when Decode came out. It was for uh, Twilight movie. Yes. So just look up when it came out. No, I've been. Kenny just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. So, um, and we had another song on there that was dope that like no one ever really like talked about. I called. Uh, yeah. That's a dope. I caught myself. Oh, yo, no, yeah, that song's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. that song's I, great. I just feel like I never really heard people talk about that as much, but well, that was definitely decode the. Well, actually, it was a bummer because it was supposed to be like uh, in the. It, it was, it, it was actually in the movie. That song was in the movie, but yeah. we thought it was gonna be like you know really a big <laughs> movie or some dope scene, well, and she. And she basically was like, she like walks into this like grocery store or gas station or some shop and it's like playing super quiet on the background. I was like, what? (laughs) Well, it's because you had those luscious locks in Decode and you were like, (laughs) actually, no, I didn't have luscious, uh, luscious locks. I actually had my head shaved in that video, bro. All right. Wait, maybe it was, maybe it was Josh or I don't know. There was luscious locks everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. We had a we had a long hair phase going on for sure. I don't even know what your hair's got going on. Mine's a little crazy right now. Oh, so I have we no hair. I'm like, yeah, I shaved my head. Ball. Hell yeah. Ball. Hell yeah. That was me in Decode. Okay, I gotta watch my that wife, video. Wants me, my it. wife always wants me to go around a tree a certain way because of the way that I went around a tree. <laughs> no, dude, that's a, well, okay. <laughs> Fuck how we've uh yeah we could get in the story and fuck it this is good we got to get this story this is this is a perfect this is a perfect story so yeah Twilight comes out the codes out cool and then brand new eyes brand new eyes comes out and then when brand new eyes was out I was living in Brooklyn and I don't remember what the fuck I was doing in the city. <clears throat> In, this was in 2009, yeah. And you were touring on Brand New Eyes. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing in the city, but I remember I was walking... I, I, I gotta unlock this memory file in my brain. It's, it's there. <laughs> but I was walking, and I was passing by the Hammerstein Ballroom, and it's like... Paramore. And I'm like, what? Holy shit. <laughs> and I text you, and I'm like... Yo, are you guys playing Hammerstein tonight? And you're like, yo, yeah. Like, and I was like, literally, I'm standing outside. And then, like, I remember, like, it was Patrick like, was there, too. Yes, yes, yes. And it was after the show. It was like people were coming yeah. out. Of, yes, people were coming. So I didn't even get to see you guys play. People were coming out of the venue, and I'm like, Paramore. Oh shit! And I think Medi Medi would have been with. Was he with you in two thousand nine or no? No, he was later on. Let's see here. Let me just think that through real quick. Nah, he Graham would was it would have been Graham? Actually, it may have been. It, hang on, let me think. It wasn't Medi when Patrick was there. No, I think okay. it may have been Graham. Okay, I think you're right. Well, I don't I don't remember seeing Graham, but that's a good dude. 
Oh, Graham's great. But I haven't him in a minute. Shouts out to Graham. <laughs> Graham, oh my god, I got I love that dude. What a guy. He's the original <laughs> Thor. He's fucking <laughs> Thor in real life. First time I ever saw him, I was like, oh my god, I'm warped up. And then, <clears throat> then little did I know he was gonna be the homie with me up, up, up late night, like dying laughing at each other dude, all the time. He oh, was in bro. Nashville, right? He does, bro. And that's why I'm. I sure. gotta hang out with him. We gotta get him on one of these things. Right now, I'm not like that. We're talking about him. I'm thinking, damn, man. He's like, I believe he still lives here. Oh, he was, he was doing it, doing real estate. He was making a bunch of moves over here. Yeah, uh, but that, it's been a minute since I talked to him. Oh man, I would love to see him again. <laughs> yeah, he he started the family vibes. Oh, he's got kids. I believe, yes. I wow. believe he's got a kid or he's got a wife. Hang on, I don't want to say yes. Wife. No, he's got a wife. You may, now you may be brain fart if he does. Yes, he does. He has of a course wife. he does. I don't know any. I don't know anything else. Like he has he a wife. May be brain fart, but yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, bro, good vibes. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. Oh man, but like, yeah, it's just like, <sighs> fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Definitely good vibes. Well, you know, I think it's so dope that you're doing this podcast, yes. bro. I've been watching, you know, since uh, uh, I need to go back and catch up on some of the earlier episodes that I missed and stuff. But I think <clears throat> telling people the stories that we have, like yeah, otherwise, man. otherwise they just die with us, bro. Like, nah, that's man, they can't die. They they're 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 a good time. They can't die with us. Like we have a lot, and we have. There's a lot to tell that's, you know, fun and, you know, it's more of an insight into what everybody was going through at that time. Like, you know, before everybody was judging everybody off bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe maybe be a little more, a little more human, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, and you need to get Medi on here for sure, dude. I would love to get Medi because, like, Ed, I'm gonna, the fuck make it happen, bro. I'll make it happen. Yo, make it happen. Let me, let me get a shot before we bounce out. Yeah, yeah, dude, this is fucking awesome. We have, dude, we didn't even get to like, oh my, we didn't talk about any of the Paramore starting line tour at all. <laughs> That's all right. We got, we got good stories yeah, up in, dude. That this will be for uh, the the clubhouse. We'll do that on clubhouse. How about that? Yeah, they, yeah, hell yeah. If you're listening to this, the Paramore starting line tour. We're gonna talk about it on clubhouse. A couple days after this. Yeah, exactly. there you go. Whenever this airs, I don't know. But it'll yes. air when your album drops. So we'll figure <laughs> that out. Hey, bro. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I just telling people I, I go by Germ now. Like I always have my friends call me Germ. So it's kind of weird for me to transition it, but people know me as Jeremy Davis and this and that and that. But uh, in reality, like I know some people know me as Germ Beats and all that, but I'm releasing all my music that I'm doing as Germ. And anything I produce is Jeremy Beats, you know what I mean? And uh, because I really am kind of doing a whole lot of different things. I'm wearing a bunch of different hats. And um, even, uh, yeah, definitely like, you know, my label, Post Trap Entertainment. Uh, definitely check us out and check out Jody. His album, Run It Up, bro. Seriously, so dope. 
I got two music videos out right now that people can check out on Post Trap Entertainment's um, um, YouTube channel. And um, so just you can go and type in Suffocate the Memories or Ooh Yeah on both of those and kind of just see a little uh, super, super early preview. I can't wait. I can't wait to show people more stuff because I'm so excited about what's what's coming. But, uh, you know, uh, all of Jody's videos, I filmed myself and stuff. So go check them out because we we got some wild shit there and i'm i'm in my creative bag over here bro so definitely y'all tap in and <laughs> hell yeah yo bro i'll see you soon we'll be chatting yo let's chat tomorrow we'll fucking make it happen hell yeah bro this is fucking great man we went oh man we went forever kenny's i don't i don't think kenny's gonna have to edit much this is good oh <laughs> uh, yeah hell yeah give us fuck yeah bro all right well yo have a good night man kenny over there bro y'all yeah, have kenny, a good pop night. in pop in and say hi come on yeah, say What's good, bro? <laughs> this is like the fourth one he's popped into. He's uh, hell yeah, I love that. He reserves it for a special few. <laughs> it's like the uh, what's the dude's name on uh, on uh, uh, Home Improvement? Uh, <laughs> oh, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. I almost said Mister Wilson. But I was like, man, that's like Dennis. <laughs> Wilson, bro. It's like Wilson. We caught, caught you just then, bro. It was good. That's literally what he how he rolls. <laughs> Perfect. All right, brother. Yo, this is fucking awesome. Thank you, man. I'm stoked. Hey, this is gonna be great. Much love. I appreciate it. Uh always. This is our this is our first hey, I will say this is our first time doing a virtual meetup. You know what I mean? Yeah, All this is the shortest conversation we've ever had on the phone, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, bro. We hey, got three bro. hours usually, but yeah, man, fuck, dude, this is yeah, awesome, yeah, good man. Shit, man. I'm gonna shoot some more people your way too, cause um, you know, we we uh we both got so many friends that are like legends in the tour world that got so many good stories, and uh, I know that you're knocking them out. So I got some good people I want to send your way for sure. Hey, hey, man, we're we're here for it, man. We're we're down for whoever, man. Like it's as long as we can have. A good conversation and yeah it's uh, we're we're here for it man so yeah send hell yeah send them our way <laughs> hell yeah bro good vibes all right brother yo man much love yeah all right now later peace stories and all access podcast is hosted by me danny del donuts it is produced by kenneth fletcher our theme music is storms by personnel Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S.net.